certain relationships have certain lessons that you're supposed to learn from them. And those are the ones that are the hardest and the roughest. On this very first episode of Positive AF, I'm with Rosemary, the founder and intuitive love guide of Lots of Love Club. She opens up about her journey growing up in a toxic family environment with a lot of fighting and was raised with limited expressions of love. Over the span of her journey, she found a calling to open up hearts and guide people to love without fear. Find out how she has transformed her life and mindset to be able to remain friends with all of her past lovers in this episode starting right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Positive AF Podcast. I'm here with Rosemary Fajardo. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> yes, I'm, I've heard so much about the work that you're doing in our Las Vegas community, and I'd love to just empower you through this podcast and get more people aware of what you're doing and spread your message. So thank you again for being on the show. And I think thank the you. best way to open up this space is with gratitude. Can you tell me something that you're grateful for in this current moment? I am just simply grateful to be alive. I know it's very simple, but really being alive and being present, that's what I'm really grateful for because I've lived most of my life not being present. And um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to be in a space where I now understand how to be present and know that presence, peace comes from presence. So that's what I'm grateful for. (laughs) I love that presence, being aware in the moment, savoring each moment that's something that i'm i try to do more even as simple as waking up having breakfast and savoring that breakfast savoring each bite yeah i feel you girl yes yay i want you to kind of dive into and i know you've told your story a couple different times now but i think your story is one that is worth sharing over and over again if you could give our listeners just a brief background of who you are what you do and why you make a positive impact in our community. So my name is Rosemary, like um, Dad said, and I am the founder and intuitive love guide of Lots of Love Club. And a little bit about um, why I made Lots of Love Club is that I really imagined a world, it's, it's several things, but I really imagined a world where people weren't bitter towards their exes because um, I really believe in having healthy relationships um, with people that you've had a past relationship with. And I'm, I personally am friends with all of my um, past lovers. Um, and I know when I tell that to people, sometimes they're like, what? Why? Like, what? <laughs> and so it kind of just saddens me a little. But at the same time, I understand like two people are meant to split up and have that experience together. But um, in, in the whole grand scheme of things, um, I truly believe in um, love and unconditionally loving um, a past lover. And we have to learn lessons from that suffering that we had with that, per- that person or you know, people that you've been in a relationship with to understand what love truly is. And so um, that's why I made Lots of Love Club. And our mission is to... Um, build a world that opens up hearts and loves without fear. And we do that by guiding people to find and release their root causes that are blocking them from love so that we can permanently break cycles and just really, um, really spread unconditional love. So that's, that's pretty much why I made lots of love club. I know it's very short, but (laughs) if you want me to dive deeper, I totally can. Very well said. And 
No, I, I think that was very well said. And I'm very curious to know, when did you realize that you had a calling for ensuring that a healthy relationship was sustained even beyond an intimate relationship? Like, how did that come to be specifically for you? And why did you think it was important for that message to be uh, shared amongst other people? Um, for me, I just really had that feeling that there was something more um, than what love was taught. Because I also grew up in a very toxic environment um, in my family. And they would tell me that they loved me, but then I couldn't do things. Or it was there was a lot of constant fighting. And I just felt like, like I wasn't being understood. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to do things that I loved, but then I was being shut down. Like, for example, I wanted to skateboard. And then my mom was like, no, that's for guys only. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so um, that was really a big part of it, too. Um, because I've learned to really love my family, like truly, um, even though we used to fight all the time. And um, after every breakup, I just wanted to always learn a new lesson from each person. And I told that every time I went into a new relationship too, it's like, obviously something has to be different, but also what lesson am I learning from that relationship to, to truly get to know what um, the deeper meaning of love is. And um, I didn't really specifically know my calling, like my specific calling to open up hearts until this past January, where I actually had a session with a spiritual empowerment coach. And her specific calling is to help others who have a calling to help other people. So it was like a trickle effect. And so, yeah, that's pretty much how I found out, like through all the heartbreak and the suffering and the depression and really just hard times when um, I would be up in my head about relationships. I just had to go through that to be where I am now. I think that's really big of you to go in and out of every relationship with that kind of mindset. And I can tell you for sure that's super rare. And even with myself, that's not, you know, that's not a typical mindset. I think um, it's easy to start going down that rabbit hole of blame and negativity and pushing yeah it's just really blame is what it is pushing energy every which way um except inward i guess you know reflection mm -hmm. um so that's really big of you and i i commend you for that and for putting that kind of message out and i understand oh, completely thank you <laughs> yeah because honestly I mean, I, I'll honestly tell you, I don't think I've ever, you know, coming out of a relationship, there's a lot of strong feelings that people don't want to process or mm -hmm. are bucketed, you know, bucketed into these like really negative energies. For most of what we've learned, how we've been brought up, it's okay to feel that way, right? We've learned mm -hmm. like, okay, you break up with somebody. I understand why you feel this way, or I understand why you're not friends or on good terms with those people anymore but it really does come into the next phase of our life and I think that's something that you might be able to speak to too is why it's important to really heal and mend and then move on is that something mm -hmm. that you you can speak to as well oh yeah I throughout my entire life I always just noticed that I grew really really fast because um, I would always be trying new things um, I'd always also I used to beat myself up for not being able to stay in a quote unquote long relationship. Um, 
because before like I could only maintain a relationship of like a year and a half ish and while some of my peers were in relationships for like four years five years and I was like why can't why can't I stay in one relationship but that was what I looking back now that's how long it took for me to go through my cycle with that relationship because I truly believe that all relationships that we go through um certain certain relationships have certain lessons that you're supposed to learn from them and those are the ones that are the hardest and the roughest and so for me like sometimes a relationship only needed to be three months before I could learn that lesson and sometimes it'd be two and a half years and so um yeah it was just one of those things that I used to beat myself up constantly for um changing all the time and and getting into a new relationship often but for me that was a program that was instilled with me of, oh, I must not be in love if I have, you know, only three months with this person. But learning um, that that was a program that was instilled in me and that wasn't love, then I learned that lesson in itself too. So I've just learned a lot of lessons (laughs) from my relationships. And there's a lot of like unlearning that needs to happen as we Mm -hmm. grow up too, right? Um, a lot of experiences that we think are correct because we just trust the adults around us at the time. And and that's also at no fault to them because everybody's just Mm -hmm. doing what they think is correct. Um, And, you know, those folks probably haven't healed from their parents' own parents. Oh, totally. And so here we are just trying to keep learning, trying to keep healing so you know, we're on a continuous journey there. What's something that an immediate like step that you can offer somebody who is going through it right now, who's going through a breakup and needs to find peace? What's their first step? Um, the first step is to be compassionate to yourself. Um, because like I mentioned before, I used to beat myself up all the time for the thoughts that I was having. Um, but really just remembering that we only have one body one mind one soul and there's no it's not necessary to beat yourself up because it's just going to give you deeper down into the rabbit hole of um, lower vibrations and so yeah just being more compassionate and how I be more compassionate myself with myself is that I tell myself um, everything happens for a reason and that I what lesson am I learning from this and that I'm doing my best at this very moment. So those are like the three things that I like to tell myself when I'm going through a a rough time, (laughs) not necessarily a breakup since. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. Very actionable, super simple. And hopefully whoever's listening can take that and, you know, implement it into their lives today. And so something that we is, you know, at the forefront of positive AF podcast is positive action first. That means that in everything that we do, we do it with soul, we do it with love, with the intention of creating a positive impact to individuals, to our community. How do you create positive action through the Lots of Love Club? Um, for me, it's just being an example of love and um, really sharing my personal stories of when I did used to beat myself up and not love myself and, and just let them know that whoever's going if they are going through that right now it's totally possible to love yourself again and to return back to compassion for yourself and um yeah that's just pretty much 
how I be, I don't know, be an example of positive action. Cause I, I truly feel like um, it's a ripple effect and it always starts with one. And from there, it just keeps on going out to others. And as long as it is out of love, then um, it, it, it's unstoppable. And so just really being an example of love and reminding people that the love is already within them. Yes, it's already within us. We have all the tools we need. That's really the biggest lesson I've learned in this past year. It's like I was always looking to somebody else, to another thing. You know, maybe I needed to go attend a party to feel good uh, or Mm -hmm. I needed to do something to feel good. But I just, you know, and I'm sure you can relate to this too. I needed to sit with myself and sit Mm -hmm. and feel good just Mm -hmm. simply. Um, So love all that. I want to know more about the workshops that you do. I know that's one way that you really do create a positive action. Do you have any workshops out there right now? Um, So actually with the whole quarantine thing that happened, um, I was going to have another uh, workshop in March, um, but I actually, um, gratefully through this quarantine, I've um, made a new direction with Lots of Love Club. And so I'm going online for workshops, but I'm going to have a, also a self-love, lots of self-love club membership where I would have a workshop every month. And so I only had two this year because I launched it in January 2020. Um, so the January 2021 was about uh, ways to pra- be more intentional to practice self-love in 2020. And then second one in February was about celebrating heartbreak and transmuting the negativity of breakups. And so after having that workshop in February, I just really felt like that was what I really wanted to focus on because the feedback was just so overwhelmingly positive. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to do like a, a program where I can help people who are going through a really rough time with like a past relationship or a breakup. And so that's in the works, <laughs> a little sneak peek. But right. for now, I, I really want to build a community of self-lovers Um, who really just build each other up and remind each other that it's okay if um, if you're going through a rough time right now just remember that it's all within and yeah there's just a lot of things I'll be offering in that membership program and so I'm excited to to launch it yes and we're looking forward to that you know everything that you're doing um, I hope we can keep up with your success and I know especially after uh, this quarantine too when you'll be doing more in-person workshops um, Mm -hmm. that'll be super exciting for all of us here as well and getting down to the nitty-gritty now the more um, we're going to talk more about you know how you put this business together your background in digital media how that helps you on your day-to-day we're really speaking to the person who wants to pursue social entrepreneurship, maybe doesn't know how to, um, that's really who we're speaking to right now. And as we know, social entrepreneurship is growing and gaining momentum. What's some advice you can give someone who's just getting started with their business or has not yet took the leap and is just, you know, still building, still getting there? Just follow your heart and your intuition, because that's what I did. (laughs) Um, And you won't really know how to do it unless you do it. And so whenever I had the thoughts of like wanting to do something, um, it just felt like it was holding me back. So I just did it and figured it out along the way. Like 
Um, I know I just needed to be out and live on my own because I used to live with three other roommates in order to work on myself first because I always um, stress that before you can help others, you have to help yourself first. And I really just needed to move on my own to help myself first and push that even further. And so my rent was like four times more than my previous rent, but it was my dream studio that I manifested. And I learned that it's an investment into myself and to my business and it's an investment to help others on a grander scale. And so, yeah, just follow your heart, follow your intuition, but also learn how to balance um, um, logic and being on this earth because <laughs> that's what I had to learn too. Um, but yeah, really just, just follow your heart and follow your intuition because you can never go wrong with following that. Beautiful. And that step, that move that you made for yourself, I, I feel like you intentionally challenged yourself. Like you knew what risk it was going into it and you did that, you know, let's, I don't know. Did you feel fear at the time? Was fear also driving your decision? Could you say that's true? It wasn't fear. The only part that I had fear of was that I wasn't going to get accepted for my my application because at the time I had just quit my job. I think it it was it has already been like three months. Um, but luckily the landlord was like, "Yeah, just submit an application. You're good." Um, so yeah, and then I got it uh, right away, and then I moved in at the end of the month. It was end of May, and so I was just like, "Oh, this is happening." <laughs> that is super exciting. Yeah. I feel like moving is especially always re-energizing, moving into a new space that you Mm -hmm. feel like you can take complete accountability toward, like, this is me, and I'm sure you felt that. Oh, yeah. I know that Lots of Love Club originated as a Facebook group. That's how it, like, first started, and then Mm -hmm. you grew a little bit of a following there. You grew, like, your content engine on there and then you in and then you like migrated over to instagram is the facebook group still up no i actually deleted it because it was also under my personal well like my personal business page so my my rosemary fajardo business page um but like i mentioned earlier about how i have a new direction with lots of love club i actually put my um put everything under lots of love club because I started doing energy healing services under my personal brand and that was getting too confusing for me and for the consumer (laughs) and so I just put everything together under lots of love club on Instagram and I'm redesigning the website right now to have all the services under there and so yeah it's been a wild experience to just do and learn and do and fail and do (laughs) and learn and the oh, cycle just keeps on going. <laughs> I love the cycle though. You you have to so love the cycle as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's so weird. And I know you probably feel it too, like the ups and downs. Sometimes you wake up and you feel energized and other days it's like, damn, there's all these things to do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like if you, once you find that thing that you can feel good about or feel bad about, but still feel energy for both, like that's that's when you know you're in flow and when you mm-hmm. found the right thing i feel that so yeah. i want to talk about business strategy a little bit with you um or i guess we should start more like what are the exact services that you offer and who would be your ideal customer 
So right now, currently, um, the service that I offer are heart wall clearings. And what a heart wall is, is that most of us, when we get hurt from a heartbreak, we want to protect our heart so that we don't get hurt, hurt as much the next time. And so by having this heart wall built around your heart, you actually prevent yourself from giving and receiving love. And I like to give the visual of imagining your heart as a balloon trying to expand love. But if, it, if there's a wall around it, it can only expand so much. And so by breaking it and by clearing the heart wall, you allow yourself to energetically um, give and receive the love within. And um, that's pretty much the major service that I'm offering right now. But like I said, I am launching on the self-love membership program soon. And so that'll be that's the big launch and focus that I'm doing right now. And eventually I'll have a high, like a high, high um, intensive program about um, breakups and healing through the breakup and just working through those. So that's nice. what I offer at the time. <laughs> Perfect. And when do you expect the membership program to be launched? So the founding member, um, founding member beta program is launching on June 1st. And um, I haven't, I haven't uh, set a for sure date for the public yet. But the founding member program, if anyone's interested, is only open to 38 people. And uh, 38 is my number. I'm all about numerology. <laughs> so that's why it's open to 38. But yeah, it, the details are coming out on May 22nd. And so I'm excited to work on that. A lot of things in the works, a lot of things moving for you. Super excited for you and the rest of Lots of Love Club. Um, now let's talk about the hard things a little bit. Can you tell me about a time when you encountered a challenge in carrying out your mission? It could be relating to regulations, operational, finances, personal battles, anything of that sort that you can speak on? Oh, definitely financial. Because <laughs> I haven't, because when I quit my job in March 2019, I really didn't know what I was doing <laughs> business-wise. Um, and so I'm just very grateful that my mom's helped me out a little. I joke with her and I tell her, thanks for being my investor mom. <laughs> but she just is being a mom and doesn't want me to swim in credit card debt, <laughs> which I, what I did for most of the time, <laughs> um, over the past year. And so I just under, or I just needed that experience though, to understand how to become more, um, how to just love money and not take it for granted and to respect money. Um, because like I said, when I was racking up the credit card debt, I was racking up money that I didn't have. And so now I've learned to love money and use cash and um, just really be more intentional and play with money and whatever I invest in. It's just something that I also trust my intuition on of what it will help me scale and grow. And so um, m most of the challenges are financial, but also I had a lot of emotional challenges and feeling like I was alone. Um, but I'm really grateful to have friends who um, have been helping me along the way and helping me strategize and plan because that's pretty much my weakness for the most part. I like to do things just like as it, the idea comes and just take action right away. But in order to build a scalable business, I learned that you have to put systems in place and you have to plan and you have to strategize. So that's where I am right now. Yeah. All right. That's a lot to unpack and it's not a straight line at all. Oh, um, definitely. Not. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a lot of like 
building up and tearing down and building up and and I know you know all about that um so you quit your job and you financed mainly based off of you know you had the support of your mom amazing yeah. love and then mom. I, I I sold all of my videography equipment so that right. was a good amount of rent I sold yeah. my RV and I actually even though I told myself I quit um, the film industry I've I've been grateful to work with a TV show that has been hiring me every now and then whenever they come to Vegas. So that kind of helped me nice. pay for some stuff too. But it was one of those things where I knew that the money would come when I needed it. Yeah. But at the same time, I like, racked up a lot. <laughs> it seemed like it was an easier decision for you to take that jump, to make that move because you already had a lot of skills under your belt. Like you already knew a lot about um, marketing as far as I understand, uh, about branding, about videography, digital media, where it wasn't as scary to make that move because although the path was still unpaved, like you had the skills under your belt. Is that kind of what you were feeling? Um, kind of. I mean, I have worked um, in marketing before, but I feel like I've, I'm now learning more than ever about marketing um, during these past couple months because I have been doing more research and planning and strategizing. And so, I mean, it always comes from learning lessons from the failures. And so even though I had um, knowledge in that field, it it, I just always learn something new every time to help me move forward. So. Yeah, right on. Um, so for those of us in the social impact space, there's a clear, clear duality between continuous personal development and then the value that we can bring to society. So they obviously work hand in hand. In what ways do you practice self-care that someone on their own journey might be able to easily adopt? Um, so recently what I've done more so in terms of self-value is that I talk to myself in the mirror and I pretty much tell myself I love you and I actually have affirmations written on my mirror to remind me that um, I got to work on myself first before I can help others. I got to give value to myself first before I could give value to others. And so just everything always in terms of love or value, um, just really reminding myself that it all starts from within. And sometimes I meditate, sometimes I journal. Um, I just, whatever speaks to me at that time to practice self-love and self-care, that's what I, that's what I go for. So nice. That's I don't a lot know of, if I, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I answered your question, but <laughs> no, you did. that's a, that's a lot of different um, like practices that somebody could implement for themselves, whatever feels right for you know, them. And I think that's something that we just figure out on our own journeys. It's like, there's so many different things that we can try and it's almost like working out. And then we figure mm -hmm. out our own like workout routine or like personal development routine. So I want to also ask you at this point, like where you are in your journey of entrepreneurship and personal development, what's your biggest win and who did you help and what impact did you have? Like, I always love celebrating wins and don't want to focus on the negative. Um, but recently I worked with a client and I cleared, uh, we cleared his heart wall. And then our next session, he told me he already got into a new relationship and he was like telling me and he was just talking. And then I, I kind of just stopped and I was like, wait, 
wait, did you just tell me you're in a new relationship? And he was like, yeah. And, but I know this person from high school. Uh-huh. And so the reason why we started working together was because he started, um, he just gone through, he just went through a breakup yeah. of four years. And before that, at least to my knowledge, I think the last time he was in a relationship was in high school. So the fact that he already is in a new relationship, I'm like, oh my God, look at the heart while clearing working. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a really, that was actually a really recent win. And so, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to see where his, him and his new relationship goes. Cause he said it's going well and, uh, yeah, it's pretty much a, what a big way that happened recently. <laughs> solid testament right there. That's amazing that you're mm-hmm. already seeing people benefit very greatly. And, and like relationships is, are everything. That's everything. Mm-hmm. We don't want to undermine, we can't do everything ourselves. That's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Emotionally, we as human beings, we need relationships. We crave that. We need the love in all the forms that it comes in, whether it be like intimate or non-intimate or friends, whatever. We need that. Mm-hmm. So the work you're doing is is crazy impactful is such um an amazing niche i don't think there's anything out there like what you're doing right now so yeah the value you bring is is invaluable oh thank you (laughs) and of course we're talking about positive action we want to be actionable so i want to uh turn the mic over to you to really tell people what is your call to action what do you want people to do who's listening to this right now so i'm really about presence and returning back to the present and so i guess what i want to say is that if you feel any feelings of anxiousness or fear or worry um this is um a trigger for you to return back to the present and realize that you aren't living in the present and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so one way I like to return back to the present um, is that I tell myself that this is happening for a reason, like I mentioned earlier. And so really just being compassionate, like it just all goes back down to being compassionate to yourself and understanding that you're doing your best at this very moment. And um, I personally like to do a tapping technique where I tap two two fingers on my heart and I tell myself I truly and deeply love and accept myself. And so I guess that's that's like my call to action for anyone who is listening. Really just take two fingers, tap on your heart repeatedly and repeat to yourself. I truly and deeply love and accept myself. Boom. uh, Yeah, that's a. That's a that's a technique called EFT. Well, I'm not sure if that's specifically EFT, but it's a tapping technique that's been psychologically proven or proven in psychology. Um, and um, yeah, I just always have loved to share it because it really makes a difference for me. And I've, whenever I share it to my friends, they always feel lighter or they just feel more at peace and just back to the present. So. Hopefully it works for you too. (laughs) Return to the present, be compassionate to self, tap your heart two times and say the mantra. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay, I felt that. That Yes. All right, everybody, go ahead and do the call to action. Beautiful. We're wrapping up now, and I want to make sure that everybody can find you in Lots of Love Club, receive more value from you. Where can we find you? 
you can find lots of love club on instagram and facebook and like i said earlier my website's releasing on may 22nd or maybe i didn't i I think i mentioned the membership program but it's hand in hand they're both launching on may 22nd and so um we can we also have a spotify playlist if y'all like to listen to music because i believe that music really has the power to bring people together across the world and um yeah it's pretty much where you can find us or at least where we're active (laughs) i'd love to be on pinterest too but awesome try not to have too much on my plate (laughs) right and what exactly is the instagram handle and the website oh at sorry i thought i said it (laughs) at lots of love club and it's www.lotsofloveclub.com. There so, it is. All yeah, right. It's a, yeah, it's the same across all platforms. Lots of Love Club. <laughs> right on. Super easy. Lots of Love Club. Go like, go follow. That's the end of this podcast. Thank Yay. you again so much for your value, for your time, for your super good energy, feeling calm, feeling love. So Yay. thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me again. It's been an honor. <laughs>